I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to What Culture Football News, the new show about football provided to you by What Culture Limited. My name is Adam Cleary, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for you here this Monday morning, and joined, of course, by Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... Sam Cosgrove, Ballon d'Or. Very good. Coming up for you today, we have several sexy, exciting new stories, including... Big update on a potential swap deal between Juventus and Manchester City. Yeah, Barcelona of... You're not going to believe this. They've bought another footballer. <laughs> Liverpool, for some reason, have let go of a goalkeeper. But first, it's been the transfer saga of the summer, mostly because all the other transfer sagas haven't actually included a transfer as yet. Looking at you, Neymar. But Dybala to Man United and the swap deal with Lukaku to Juventus appears to be off. That's the big story, the exclusive coming out of the Telegraph this morning. Manchester United apparently pulling the plug on the mooted swap deal between Romelu Lukaku and Dybala between themselves and Juventus, leaving them looking down the barrel of a very uninspiring transfer window. But we'll get to that in a mm. second. Story goes, according to the Telegraph, that Manchester United have concerns over the player's desire to move to Old Trafford. Apparently nothing to do with the 300k a week that he's asking for, or the fact that he hasn't really scored many goals in Serie A lately, and that his heart <laughs> doesn't really appear to be in it, it doesn't really fit the system they want, and he's not going to guarantee it replace the goals, they're going to lose when the car goes. Nothing to do with that, it's all about the desire. Desire. Apparently. This does leave Romelu Lukaku's proposed move to Juventus in the proverbial tatters. Whether or not he'll still leave the club remains to be seen, but Dybala at Man United is off. Now, put yourself in the shoes of a Man United fan, give me mm. your best Cockney accent, what do you make of this? I'm, I'm bloody disappointed, mate, because he's good old football manager and FIFA, ain't it? That's obviously a very good Man United fan accent there. Um, no, I, I, I mean, Man United certainly have had a very underwhelming transfer window for me so far, and they do need someone like that through the door. But at the same time, like you've just said, he's not exactly the ideal fit for that particular system. He's coming off a rather underwhelming season in Serie A. Mm. Obviously, they are going to prioritise Ronaldo over Paul Odibola. Um I don't know, it, it, it's a tough one because they obviously want uh, Lukaku off the books, probably build around a younger, more mobile uh, set of forwards. It would be interesting to see Dybala try his hand in the Premier League. Uh, uh, might be the change of scenery he needs, but it would require probably a rather wholesale revamping of that Man United system. As it stands right now, Manchester United, for all the noise that was made about this, is going to be a very important transfer window for them. They weren't going to be afraid to splash the cash that we're going to completely remodel aside. As it currently stands, They've only bought Juan Bissaka at right back, a position yep. arguably didn't even need and strengthened, and Daniel James, who you would say 
might not be straight into that first no. 11. Of course, all the Harry Maguire stuff is still ticking over. We expect them to sign him for around £85 million, and you would think he would then slot immediately into the first team. But the areas that have needed addressed at the top end of the pitch, in the engine room, in the middle, as it stands right now, nothing's been done. There is still talk that they might go back to Juventus to look to bring in Mandzukic, which could, in theory, resurrect the Lukaku deal, or you would expect Man United would want some money in that case. It wouldn't just be a straight swap. But going in for Dybala and coming out with Mandzukic is the equivalent of what? Like going into a nightclub to attract a young, attractive woman and coming out with your own uncle. <laughs> I mean, Weird, isn't it? It's accurate enough. I mean... Mandzukic certainly is a very functional player, even at this advanced stage in his career, and he's done great stuff playing mm. on the left wing of all places for UV over the past couple of seasons. Um, certainly add a lot to that squad. He's completely different to anyone else they have up front at the moment, aside from arguably Lukaku himself, in that they're both big. Um, <laughs> it, it is a significant downgrade. Their transfer window really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It's I know they're not in the Champions League, so that mm. diminishes their appeal somewhat, but it's still Man United. Is, yeah. They're still arguably... Like, at worst, the third biggest club in the world in terms of reputation and global reach yep. and so forth. It's it's a weird one. It suggests perhaps maybe the scouting system isn't quite as top up I, as I could think. see if this all sort of falls through and, you know, they've already got a week to go. Yeah. Really, about a week and a half left for the transfer window. You could see a lot of criticism falling on Ed Woodward again because we've seen Solskjaer in the press already saying, you know, the early transfer window doesn't help. And it sort of feels like expectations are starting to be lowered amongst the fan base it's just as it stands they really needed to do something in midfield really needed to address the way they wanted to play at the top yeah. end of the pitch and as it stands like I say they've bought Daniel James who may well be a very exciting attacking yeah. player but you don't buy a player from Swansea to put them straight in the Man United side surely Wan-Bissaka excellent talent but right back was hardly a problem position for them with Diego Dallo and well Maguire comes in is he that much of an upgrade on what they've got? We'll have to wait and see. But if I was a Man United fan at the minute, I'd be looking at that transfer window going, uh... Hell? Shall we move over to the other side of the city? Yeah. The blue side of Manchester. We're heading over to Main Road. That's where they still play. And they're... Obviously, we going to be someone in the comments going, Oh my God, they actually moved to the Etihad in like 2000. Actually, it's called Eastlands. Um, we're going <laughs> to... Obviously, we've just spent a little bit of time talking about the potential Man United Juventus swap deal. The one that's been on the go seemingly for about three months. But there could be a swap deal brewing between Man City and Juventus. They apparently, according to De Marzio, are on the verge... Is that how you say it? Demarzio? Demarzio? They're on the verge yes. of swapping right backs. Classic bit of Alan Pardew management there. Um, <laughs> if in doubt, swap the fullback. Uh, so basically, I was going to say Pardew was left back, but this course is continental Europe, so you do drive on the other side of the road there, so that would be the There you go. That's exactly it. Um, Daniel could be on his way to Juve as part of a swap deal for João Cancelo. Cancelo. Uh, plus 30 million euros. Obviously, the 30 million euros will be going to Juventus because Daniel's not very good. Um, <laughs> There's, there's not much more to it than that. It's a quick write-up on the Italian language website. Few, few bits of numbers here, so we can kind of compare the seasons they had last year. Danilo just had just 11 games for Man City, a single goal, but he did pick up three or four injuries throughout the season, mm. severely limited his game time. I can confirm that because I had him in my fantasy league team at the start of the year, and he was in and out for me, the absolute yeah. little bass. So, and then Cancelo here, Cancelo, uh, 25 league games, one goal, two assists, and that's after a 40 million euro move from Valencia the previous summer. Uh, Man City obviously looking for a little bit of stability at fullback. They have 
had considerable injury problems, particularly mm. Ben Mendy. Mendy left was back. in and out as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, tremendous player on his day, but seems to be dead half the time. They've obviously got Zinchenko. They've brought in uh, Angelino to play at left back. Mm. Cancelo can play at left. He's a right back by trade, but he can play at left back as well. He can play right midfield as well. They certainly need another option uh, to Kyle Walker, who very talented footballer, but obviously has his defensive deficiencies. Always has. Uh, it's another option. And yeah, another piece to the puzzle. Smart move that, especially if they can offload somebody from the club at the same time, as well as bringing in a bit of money. Not that Man City need the money, but again, you look at like the respective transfer windows. Man United have just gone and bought some players almost for the sake of it, the kind of money they've spent, whereas Man City, their only real weakness was they could have done with a bit more bit more versatility in the centre of midfield. They went out and they got Rodri. They needed a bit more, a few options at uh, fullback in the case of injuries, and of course, as you say, uh, strengthening the areas of people's games. And they've gone out and they look to be doing that again yeah. given and I know this is a whole different video given that like Liverpool's front three have not had a summer break nor have Liverpool sent on the side I don't see how City don't run away with it this year yeah I mean it's, this could be a very boring season it really could nothing like last season's mad shootout towards the end of the year yeah they've strengthened uh, they've addressed the problems I imagine they maybe have one more rabbit left in the hat as well. I've spilled a bit of coffee. Mind you, oh, this whole good. yellow cards for managers things could could prove quite costly because I saw yeah. Guardiola wanting to murder a man during the Community Shield. Klopp as well. He's a weird all. Anyway, I spilled coffee all over my notes. However, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. You are I'm sitting down. down. Barcelona have gone and bought another footballer oh, whoa, for a lot of money. Oh, no. I don't really quite know what's going on there this summer. They've been fa- they're usually fairly restrained in the transfer window. They like to bring players through. They like to develop here and there. But they've really gone out and thrown ludicrous Simon Miller money around <laughs> this transfer window. And yet again this morning, we wake up to find they have spent filthy, filthy lucre on another footballer. Now, just going to quickly recap before we get into this, their spending so far this summer. Frankie de Jong from Ajax, 75 million euros. Okay. Not cheap. Yep. Emerson from Atletico Mineiro, 12 million euros. Neto from Valencia, 26 million euros, which I will tell you for a start is not Scandinavian for value. Antoine Griezmann, the long running saga, 120 million euros that ended up being. Then they got Marcus Guella from Ibar for 4 million euros. <laughs> but today they have bought Junior Fiapo, F I R P O. Fiapo? We're going to go with Fiapo? I'm not a real better season ticket holder, so I can't be 100% on yeah. that. For 18 million euros. He's another defender who comes in to strengthen that back line. It's a... It's been... I mean, given that we heard after the Griezmann thing that there was going to be all these financial fair play restrictions and that the league were looking at how much money they were spending and it was all a bit this and it was all a bit that and maybe they should keep their heads down. To then follow up the Griezmann thing, not even three weeks later, with another big money move is just... It's astonishing that. That takes their spending to 255 million euros with the current exchange rate is 255 million pounds. Financial fair play is just a bit of banter these days, isn't it? I will say they have offset that with a couple of sales. Malcolm went to Zenit for 40 million. Jasper Jasper Sillison went to Valencia for 35 million. They've had their (laughs) pants down with that one. Uh, Andre Gomes went to Everton for 25. Dennis Suarez, who kicked precisely one ball for Arsenal last season, went to Celta Vigo for 12. So they have offset that to about... Mm -hmm. I think it's about 130, 140 million they've had going out. But when you yeah. think about the agent's fees on top of everything else and the wages the likes of Griezmann will be on, they've spent a lot of money this year. Yeah, summer. they really have. And they've left themselves with a really potentially exciting lineup, but really unbalanced one mm. as well. I mean, they've still got guys like Coutinho that they're trying to ship. Uh, maybe Dembele will make a move. Who mm. knows? It's uh, probably quite an exciting time to be a Barcelona fan, but my God, have they gone mental this should say, uh, I'm not overly, overly familiar with the player, but the little bit of research I've done 21 years old, Spanish under 21 at national. Uh, the fee could almost double depending on how he does at the club which 
I mean, just add that to the pile of money they're spending on this one. Looks to be an exciting young player, yes, but it's not exactly a squad that hasn't got exciting young players. No, it? exactly. It's all. Do you think they're a re realistic shout of dominating the Champions League this year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, it certainly sounds like they've strengthened players that can add stuff to the squad. Um, Neto for Silicon is probably an upgrade. Uh, Brazilian goalkeeper, very talented. Silicon and they made money moments. on that deal, effectively. Yeah, exactly. Five million is like for an upgrade. It's pretty solid. Uh, obviously, Griezmann's the big one. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a hilarious transfer after the song and dance he made last year about sticking oh, around. I, know. I would like to see them do well. Um, the English teams obviously dominated the Champions League this past season, and that led to a... All of Europe. Yeah, but it basically led to a Premier League Week 16 fixture as the <laughs> final. It was um, not the most exciting thing from a neutral standpoint, but I'd like to see the mix kind of flipped up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if it's just because... European football as a whole feels more encompassing now. Like, I remember the glory days we literally only used to really watch Barcelona and Real Madrid. Yeah. Occasionally, AC Milan if they got an English side in the Champions League. But now, all European football, especially with the way BT Sport cover it in this country, feels like it's opened up. So maybe it sort of dulled the shine off Barcelona a little bit after that whole Guardiola period where they were just unmissable television viewing, even if you didn't like football. It just kind of felt a bit like, well, Barcelona, Barcelona, yeah. they're going to pass it around a bit. I'd love to see a really exciting Barcelona side again this year. There is... Something unique about them when they're in full flow. Griezmann, De Jong, it could be, could really be something. Could be really we'll exciting. It's it's interesting as well. I'll keep this brief, but like they've kind of diluted their identity a little bit over the past few yeah, seasons. Yeah, I agree right? with that. Like you know, bringing they've never been averse to big transfer fees for silly players, Chigrinsky. Um, <laughs> but it does feel like they've kind of just become another club who buys loads and loads of players mm. rather than developing millions of them. I know the first team is still largely comprised of youth products and so forth, but. Interesting, interesting philosophy shift. Uh, not necessarily saying that's a good or bad thing, by the way. Uh, let's move on to Ajax our... of Barcelona now, aren't they? Yeah, they kind of Ajax are. of Barcelona, but like, without any money. But mini Barcelona yeah. and all their players just get robbed because you just need to bitty. They're not obviously not litty bitty. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, we're we're going to move on to Simon Mignolet, uh, Timon and Pumbaa. He has left for Club Bruges. He has departed uh, Liverpool for a fee of around 7 million euros with an extra 2 million in bonuses. This is according to newestblad.be, Belgian website. Apologies for the mispronunciation. So, 
something of a surprising move here uh, in that Klopp said he really wanted to keep Mr. Mignolet around. He needs that depth. He needs a backup in case Allison gets himself croaked. You do need two goalkeepers. You really do. Can confirm. Um, but Mignolet, he watched first team football. So off he went. Liverpool stuck around. They waited for the right offer. That right offer came in. Fee potentially rising up to 9 million euros for a 31 year old goalkeeper. It's cheap in today's market for a pretty decent player. Mm. Not by any means an outstanding goalkeeper but it does leave Liverpool very short-handed uh, between the sticks <laughs> hey. they've got Mad Alley but they don't really have a lot else a couple of uh, youth team goalkeepers but they have been linked with uh, Alex McCarthy I believe and Adrian of course I said this to you and if your goalkeepers are Alisson and Adrian that's not like a Champions League winning football team is it that's a middle-aged married couple in Berkshire yes. isn't it yes it is it's kind of an odd one I remember when Mignolet was one of those transfers from sort of like the era of Liverpool before the current era where they did like to go make big statement signings from other Premier League sides to be like, oh, we're Liverpool, we're, really, we're going to buy Charlie Adam and Andy Carroll and Simon Mignolet and Jordan Henderson. And with the exception of Henderson, absolutely none of them yeah. worked out. In fact, Henderson should be one of those signings where like it's sort of a bit of a throwback to this bad philosophy Liverpool have in the transfer market. But fair play to the lad, he has made himself a Champions League winning out, captain yeah. off the back of that. Yeah, the Dalgish banter era well and truly gone with Mignolet now departing off the books. I don't think anybody else from that bizarre time at the club, really. I think yeah. he's the last Lallana, one. Lallana, maybe? Lallana? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, Lallana's a yeah. top lad, yeah, right, yeah. All good, Adams. So, uh, all the best, Simon Mignolet. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see you throw a couple more into, the, into your own net for yeah. Liverpool, but sadly, <laughs> not to be. Alex McCarthy, he'd be a good one. Yeah, good little sign. Little homegrown player quota there as well. Nice. I, he, I bet he's older than you think he is as well. He probably is. I bet he's about 29, yeah, I bet he's 45. Uh, should we do the Anne Finally? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, wait, no, because Anne Finally comes finally. We have <laughs> some questions for you from the Twitterverse. If you'd like to submit your questions to What Culture Football and have us read them out on air and say your name in a disparaging way, you can tweet us at WhatCultureFC. As I keep saying, we don't get a whole lot of these. We get absolutely millions on wrestling. We kind of yeah, got to filter through and find the good ones. We get loads on film, loads on gaming. Got to pick the good ones. Pretty slim pickings on football at the minute, so if you submit one, we'll probably answer it. So... Where's the one I wanted? Right, this is good. I'm going to get the exact wording of this because it was a very good question. James Mervyn. No, not James Mervyn. I've gone too soon. Tom Wells asks, to Mr. and Mrs. Wells' son, Tom, how would you encourage clubs to give young English talent more game time at higher levels? I've always thought it would be a good idea to allow teams to have a fourth sub, provided the final sub brings on an English player who is under the age of 21. Uh, My short answer is I wouldn't. I think it's artificial and I don't think it's on... The, the clubs to preserve the English national team, which is effectively what developing these young players would be. Um, it's not obviously... It's not in the Premier League either. No, exactly. They're it, not the FA. It's like, I wouldn't do anything. I think it's artificial. Um, I think that the competition should be able to play out with as few regulations as possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see the English national team being good. So, there you go. Uh, I, yeah, I kind of agree with that to an extent. I do think that almost should be... I, I don't, the thing is, right... You could go down the avenues like, well, in the League Cup, you have to field at least three mm. homegrown players in the squad. Right? Maybe you should, but then that dilutes the appeal of the League Cup. If yeah. big sides know they have to do that, they'll probably not spend as much time on it, which kind of dilutes the appeal of it. As with anything like this, the res- any restrictions have to be purely at academy level. You have to give clubs the motivation to develop their own talent. Genuinely, the best way to help them develop young players from the country, well, it doesn't have to be English players, but whatever country, is to simply impose restrictions on transfers. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't, go, if you make it harder for players to go out and buy really expensive players, you do find a logical reason for them to bring their own players through. I would simply, I would have a transfer cap, mm. personally. I know financial fair play, I would literally say X percentage of your turnover. Yeah. And that's, 
that's all it should come down to. If you can build a you can build a football side that brings in billions and billions and billions, well then you can spend millions and millions and millions. But yeah. if not, bring them through. Bring them through. I do like the the squad registration thing though. You only have twenty five players, but anybody from your academy doesn't count towards yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's is a, good a nice idea. little touch. I think that like a lot of people get caught up in this romantic idea of like the local lads leading the team to glory and stuff. But at the end of the day, the football team. Uh, is essentially it's a cold uncaring mm. enterprise it is a winning machine and it is the responsibility of the management and the rest of the hierarchy to win and if um, winning doesn't involve playing English players tough better idea force football clubs to put more money into the grassroots football in their local area boom that's yeah. a there one, you go one percent of the turnover has to go into grassroots in the local area and you will watch the talent that comes out of that region and then thus the talent that goes into the academies and mm -hmm. comes through absolutely thrive there you go that's the simple one. answer solved right. it we're genius the and finally today oh you're gonna you're gonna laugh but then you're gonna cry and then you're gonna get a bit angry okay uh, it was the mascot world cup on oh, twitter this weekend shout out to mascots minute this. silence one of our favorite twitter accounts if you're not following they are at mascot silence they basically just tweet pictures of football mascots taking part <laughs> in minute silences and you think that's such a simple premise you get bored of it very quickly you do not. No. It never stops being funny. Anyway, they did the Mascot World Cup this, this uh, weekend. It was a big list of all the various mascots and they voted off against each other. You know, you've seen Twitter World Cups before. Of course. Would you like to know the winner? Tell me the winner and the tell me. The winner was slowly. Living Meme Gunnosaurus. Of course it was Gunnosaurus. Gunnosaurus. Now, that's funny because Gunnosaurus is, of course, funny. However, I imagine you've got something to say about that. Yeah, I mean, Gunnosaurus has won because he's more famous. He's not Kingsley, is he? No. He's not Partick Thistle, sun, spiky, kid, terrifying thing Kingsley, is he? It's just, it's, it's, it's a sham, really, isn't it? If Partick Thistle English were... English bias, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's racist, is what it is. <laughs> Justice for Kingsley. Uh, nah, I'm joking, of course. Gunnosaurus is mint. Like, I love Kingsley, but Gunnosaurus is an absolute top banter merchant. He is the funniest thing in all of these mascots mini silence because he just looks so bloody ridiculous. But at the same time, a little shout out as well to the West Brom Boiler Man. Um, Very good this season, yep. Close personal favourite of mine, Sammy the Tammy for Dunfermline, running around his little cardboard tank. Sigh the Seagull for Aberdeen, a bloody seagull for God's sake. I believe this one, there's also like a little pepper called Pepito or something. Yeah, there's a couple of weird ones. Love the mascots, love all the legends, but Kingsley should have won, mate. So. And of course, if you're watching and you are Monty Magpie, we would love to have you on the channel <laughs> at some point. Drop me, drop me on Twitter. My DMs are sadly closed. Anyway, though, thank you very much <laughs> for watching. This has been the What Culture Football News, the news channel about football provided to you by What Culture Limited. I have been and continue to be Adam Cleary. You can get me on Twitter at Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. And this was Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... The H stands for holy crap. Can't believe Sam Cosgrove has already scored eight goals this season. The Mo Salah has zero. Hamlet, where can I get you on Twitter? Uh, Andy H. Murray. And you get us all at What Culture FC. In the meantime, though, thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and tell all your friends about What Culture Football. Otherwise, who knows? Who knows what will become of it? But anyway, this is bye. That's, that's the end. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.